Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Oh, a time that I love so much on the show, 104 to 107 Nationwide, SAFM, is Mindful Wednesdays. We're talking bouncing back for sustainable growth. This time of the year, yeah, uh, uh, a lot of us are just fighting, fighting to just make sure that we make it until the end. We are still productive, but it's not that easy. It's not easy. We lose routine. We lose our sense of purpose at this time of the year. All we want to do is just rest, right? But uh, Billy Silikane is joining us. He's an author, inspirational keynote speaker, and an organizational effectiveness specialist to talk about bouncing back for sustainable growth. Billy, thank you so very much for joining us. I've missed you. How are you? Hey, good evening, ma'am, and good evening. I was just in the middle of a very big project, and uh, my time was just hectic. But thank, uh, it is now stabilized, so I've got time. <laughs> well, I'm glad that at the towards the end of the year, you yes. stabilize a big project, while the rest of us are still pulling ourselves to make sure that we get up and we do things. It's, it's a difficult time of the year, physically, emotionally, mentally, financially. So what should we be doing to make sure that we are bouncing back and we are doing the right thing instead of becoming stuck, you know, in negative thoughts and uh, feeling drained and just wanting the year to end? Beautiful. Well, Patricia, the fact is we're very, very slow, but uh, fast year. You know, it's a bit of a contradiction, you know. It was slow because of the different levels of lockdown, and when they were, you know, lifted, suddenly there was a massive rush to get things done. And I think in, in between the transition of from one to the other and back to the one and then back to the other, we lost our rhythm. And a lot of us find ourselves getting into a very deep state of fatigue at all levels, emotional, physical, financial. So we're in this space where... We're feeling completely overwhelmed, even though we know that there's, there's hope that things are going to change. But somehow, when we look at ourselves, the depletion of the emotion and the, and the physicality makes it quite difficult for us to really bounce back. Now, I believe that our ability to bounce back is based on our foundational truth. You know, the foundational truth of the essence of who we are and how we find ourselves in the greater scheme of things. Now, it doesn't matter whether you, 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 your salary was docked, whether you, your business is not doing well. You know, we, we, we all have the same challenges, but they different in complexity, size, and depth. However, in my observation and my research and my working with many, many, you know, top athletes, executives, CEOs, and medium-sized organizations, I've, I've come to pick up that there are, you know, those that are grounded in the essence of who they are find it not easy, but a little simpler to bounce back and in a sustainable way. Because sometimes you can bounce back to, you know, and jump too high, but don't have the ability to sustain and then you come down crashing, which we've seen in a lot of instances. So I'm going to share with, with our listeners that each and every one of us has got five seconds. And, and I call them your personal ecosystem. Mm, love that. So, mm-hmm. so each one of us has to consistently look at their personal ecosystem. Now, these five circles, the, the, the center of the circle is you. 
Billy are still there. Where it seems that the line is not so good on Billy's side. What we're going to do is that uh, Nokang is going to try and get hold of Billy again. It's probably a network issue. But uh, he's talking about each and every one of us having our own personal ecosystem. And in the foundation or in the middle, it is you. You, A-teamer, are in the middle of your personal ecosystem. And he's about to take us through these five pointers that are going to help us to bounce back for sustainable growth and make sure that uh, we, we get healthy routines, you know, in order for us to understand and, and, and understand the climate we're in, understand what we are experiencing, but also in uh, conjunction with acting the right way doing the right things so that there is constant growth despite the challenging times that we are facing. A-teamers, let's hear from you if you've got questions about bouncing back or feeling the end-of-year slump. <laughs> Call in on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. At SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. Social Conversations. We are in conversation with uh, Billy Silikane and uh, he's uh, helping us uh, to be able to know how can we become uh, better people at this time of the year. How can we get better routines, healthier routines that will help us to bounce back from that end of year slump and uh, start working towards sustainable growth. Yeah, even if it's end of the year, we still need to keep on keeping on. And uh, before we lost Billy due to network connectivity, Billy was taking us uh, through the five um, points that are within our personal ecosystem. Billy, please continue. Thank you very much. So the, you, the, the center of the circle is you. Now, each and every one of us, especially now we're talking about feeling fatigue, is either our cup is full or is empty. Now, you know, they say we speak our words from the abandoned, abandonment or the emptiness of our hearts. So if our hearts are empty, our words are not powerful. If our hearts are filled, our words are powerful. So you have to find a way to fill your own personal cup before you can fill the cups of others. Because a lot of people have this charitable inclination that they always want to help. But I say to people, your ability to become selfless begin with your ability to become selfish. Now, when you talk about the word selfish, people think, oh, you are a bad person. No, no, no. You've got to fill your cup first with the things that matter to you that intrinsically give the definition of your life. And once you've done that, then you are able to share that filled cup with other people. So that's the first second. You have, you must, it's, it's, you cannot circumvent it. You have to take of yourself. You have to find the, the moment to, to, to be on your own and meditate. You've got to find a moment to read very inspirational uh, uh, content. You've got to find a moment to listen to music that inspires you, that shapes your, 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 your emotions. And once you're in that space of quietness and peace, then your cup has been filled. Then you can interact with other people. Because Wait, if you Billy, go there's something you've forgotten. Yes. Uh, finding time to listen to inspirational music and every it's good but you must yeah. make sure that you tune in to late night conversations as well uh, because this actually, is where I, you I was get about to say you get filled I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say you can do everything but the only thing that if you fail to do the cup will empty itself so quickly is to tune into the show every evening <laughs> then that just becomes the cherry on top of the cake just like that, just like that, Billy. Now we're in sync. Okay, so uh, go so ahead. So that's the first second. So once your cup is filled, then you go to the second second, which is about team. People that you are around, 
you're working with, collaborating with. So if your cup is not full, you are unable to become an engaged team member. You become what you call a disengaged team member. Now, there are two kinds of disengagement. There's active disengagement and passive disengagement. Passive disengagement are people who just show up at work to do the minimum, not to be fired. Active disengagement are people that are consistently and openly defying or creating havoc within the team. And those people that are actively disengaged, they are so, they behave in that way because their cup is completely empty. It's actually almost broken. Therefore, they are unable to become a part of an engaging environment in the team. So that's the second cycle. The third cycle is around the organization you that you serve. Before move on to the third cycle, Billy, yeah. let's sit a bit here on the circles. Uh, circles. Mm. Um, you say there are those who are passively disengaged and those who are yeah. actively disengaged. Yeah. How do we handle ourselves when we are part of a team, but we are either passively or, you know, um, actively disengaged? How do we fix ourselves? How do we get ourselves out of that slump in order for us to become better team players? We're losing you again, Billy. Oh. Billy, let's try it again. No. Connectivity. Someone needs to say something about this because it's not gremlins in our studio. No, 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 no ways. No. <laughs> it is something in the network. Billy, can yes, you hear me? You see, yeah. there must be a circle for connectivity because it yeah. also makes us get into a slump. So I was asking <laughs> you to please just, you know, help us. If we are one of those people who are either actively or passively um, disengaged, how do we get ourselves up? You get us out by, by having what I call a teachable spirit. You yeah. can never have a teachable spirit unless you accept the state that you are in. Hmm. So most people, they, they, they use this ostrich mentality, put your head in the sand and hope people are not seeing or feeling your disengagement, but people see it and feel it deeply. So be honest and say, guys, I'm feeling completely disengaged. I'm feeling very drained. Once you say that, because the first step for transformation and change is acceptance. But if you're dodging around accepting that, then you're going to be the ultimate person that completely destroys the team. I hear you first, loud and clearly. First, you've Before, got to accept. Yeah, accept. That's who you yes. are. Yes. Accept. All right. And by Let's, the way, that acceptance yeah. does not necessarily mean that you are in a permanent disengagement. It is where you are at that moment. So when don't you be accept, hard on then, yourself. Yeah, don't be. I mean, I, it happens to the, to the best of us. You know, uh, this project that I'm telling you about, it was a massive project. Big arguments, long nights. And at some point in time, in the middle of a, of a process, I just said, guys, I'm very sorry. I have to leave for an hour or two. I just don't feel this room. I don't feel I'm giving what I'm supposed to be giving. I just need to break away. And people understood. Because if I stayed there long, I could have ended up being the destructive force. So be honest with yourself. Be honest with those around you in order for Absolutely. you not to be disengaged. Let's take a quick yes. break and then we'll be back so you can take us through to the third, third one. circle. Yeah. A-teamers, okay. we are talking to Billy Silikane, who is... I think exceptional when it comes to these Mindful Wednesdays and uh, he's helping us to get up 
and bounce back and make sure that we bounce back towards sustainable growth. Interact with us on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp uh, 0614-104-104. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. It's a mindful Wednesday. We are joined by Billy Silikane and uh, we are talking bouncing back, bouncing up, bouncing forward, bouncing towards sustainable growth. Billy, before you get to the third cycle, let's go to mm-hmm. our A-teamers voice note. All right. Dumela Nguleko and our lovely motivational speaker, Silikane, there. In addition to his five pointers, here is my pointer. As a layman, mark your territory, just like dogs. Dogs do mark their territory. Make sure that negative people do not set their feet on your territory. Some people don't own positivity, and that positivity impacts negatively on their chance of being a people who successfully move back or bus back to sustainable growth. Mark your territory. Make sure that you stay away from positive people. Stay away from negative people. Wow. I am Howard from Fisher. Good evening, lovely people. Wow, A-teamer. Oh, my Absolutely goodness. amazing. Really? really? <laughs> <laughs> Our A-teamers concur with you, and they've added another one. Mark your territory. Absolutely. It's a powerful one, yeah. Okay. What's the third one? The third one, every team is part of a bigger organization. Now, when the team is engaged and everybody deals with their issues and we all completely believe in what the team has to achieve, at an organizational level, we achieve what we call congruency. What do I mean that? I mean the thoughts, the beliefs, and the actions of the team is completely congruent to the thoughts, the beliefs, and actions of the organization. Then there's harmony. There's what we call organizational harmony, which is critical. So that's our third second. Our third cycle, we need to ensure that we are congruent with our organization. Because if we're not, then the team will eventually disintegrate or cause the organization to fail. That's our third cycle. The fourth one. On, on that third cycle point, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people are in organizations where they don't know what the corporate culture is of that mm. organization. And mm. that causes them to fail. I mean, even in a family structure, if a mm. family does not have a family mantra or, mm. you know, a belief system that is well known and articulated to all family members, the same can apply that you don't end up being congruent to that particular bigger yeah. organizational structure. And you see mm. destruction within the workplace, the corporate, the business, mm. and even the family. Absolutely. Go ahead, and, and, the fourth one. Yeah. And, and by the way, uh, uh, Patricia, the word culture means the way that you do things, the way that we do things collectively. Yeah. And that is guided by the core values, what the vision is and the mission is, and the intrinsic understanding of all of those in the work that you do every day. Mm. And the fourth one is we, we come from a society. Our society shape who we are, and we in turn shape our society. Now, at the societal level, we need to become what I call devoted citizens, not passive citizens. Now, sadly, if you look at where we are as a country, and as a continent, by the way, we have a lot of passive citizens who sit on the, on the chair, point fingers, but they also are part of the problem because they're not part of the solution. 
a devoted citizen is somebody that always say, if I'm walking in the street and I see a Oh, we've lost Billy again. Yeah. Billy, you're saying if you're devoted, if you walk through the street, what would happen? When you see a piece of paper lying down, mm-hmm. you don't have to say who threw this paper. As a devoted citizen, it is your responsibility to know that that paper does not belong where it is. It is your responsibility to pick it up. True. Now, true. I'm talking about a piece of paper because I'm talking at a very elementary level. Why am I using this example? If you understand the history of New York City, in the 70s, crime was running amok. And Giuliani, when he had a head over his shoulder, took over the mayor, and he came up with the broken window uh, policy. That when you fix all broken windows, the minds of the people will change and they'll become responsible. If you look at a country like Rwanda, it is, the, it is competing with Singapore by being the cleanest city in the world. It happens because there's clear direction from the leaders, but not only that, the people, the citizenry is devoted to. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's our fourth second. Mm. And the last one is every society belongs to a world. We belong to the globe. And once we go back and say, if your cup is full, you're part of a team and you're truly engaged and your team is congruent within the organization, and when you go back home in your society, you're completely devoted, it means you're creating what I call impact and legacy. You're going to impact the world and you're going to leave a distinct legacy that's going to be traced back to your circle, the inner circle, which is you. If you look at people like Einstein, if you look at people like Nelson Mandela, if you look at people like Sebastian Bach, Michael Jackson, all of those people have made an impact and left an amazing legacy. And if you reverse engineer this process, it all began with them. They created their own personal ecosystem, which they never compromised up until the last day that they departed. And each and every one of us has the same capability and access to content and data to go back and re-engineer our lives so that you distinctly, consistently check yourself when you're not feeling good and say, where is this coming from? Is it coming from me? Is it coming from the team? Is it coming from the organizational perspective? Is it coming from the society? Or am I feeling that the world is overwhelming me? And you fix each one of them one step at a time. And I promise you, once you fix all of this, if your score between one to 10, it's five and a half, you're doing exceptionally well. The bounce back that you're going to achieve is going to become sustainable because it's no longer guesswork. It is based on a clearly defined process, which is what I call the personal ecosystem. Here's a question here, Billy. Um, Mm. I mean, is maturity a part of the ecosystem or does it permeate as part of the foundation being the first circle? It is, yeah. That's where it begins, uh, 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 Patricia. And, And by the way, a lot of people tend to, to, to speak about maturity in the sense of age. It's not. It's, 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 maturity can also be learnable principles that set you apart from your peers because you are aspiring to become better, you know, in whatever thing. Yeah. You know, a mature musician, a mature DJ, a mature driver, a mature student. It's somebody that has transcended their level to the next level and it doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. Hmm. All right. 
Uh, we've got two minutes left before we need to go to the news. Uh, please just round it off for us. Let us bounce back. Uh, yeah. This, I mean, mid-November already. Let's bounce back. Yes. How do we Absolutely. Do okay, here's, here's the, the truth. Stuff will happen to you. Yeah. Some of the goals that you've set for yourself will never, you know, come to fruition at the time that you thought they would. Some people that promise that they'll come and help you do things sometimes will let you down. But here's the profound truth. It all begins with your inner core, you. And if you are in that space where you do not want, you, you are not defined by the external forces, where you're living from the inside, outside, instead of letting the outside influence the inside, your ability to bounce back will always be available for you to tap into. Oh, my goodness. That is such a wonderful way to close off this Mindful Wednesday. I'm energized. I'm ready. I'm bouncing forward, bouncing <laughs> upwards. I'm just bouncing all over. Billy, how do we get in touch with you? You go to my uh, website, billysiliconespeaks.com, to my uh, Facebook, billysilicone, to my Instagram, billysiliconespeaks. What is the other one? LinkedIn, LinkedIn, billysilicone. That's how you get hold of me. And if you want to send me an email, you send it to info at billysilagani.com. Excellent, Billy. What a great pleasure. Thank you very much for It's an honor and a privilege to serve you. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you very much, Billy.